Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. I am so thrilled today to have Dana D'Onofri from Anna Ono on the show. Um, you are such an inspiration to so many, and I'm just so grateful that you took the time today to be here. So thank you for coming on Your Brand Amplified. Well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to have a chat. I think it's just, uh, you know, it's great when you start a business, but it's amazing to share that experience with so many people that can hopefully be helped by it. Yes. So let us know your business. How did you, before we get into what it is, is this your first business? Have you always been an entrepreneur? You know, how did you get into this journey? Well, technically, I guess if you ask my my parents and or my friends, I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I had many friends that embarrassed <laughs> me during a video uh, video filming that were, you know, remembering Dana coming to school, trying to like pedal and sell all of the things that I made over the weekend, <laughs> <laughs> whether it was purses or jewelry or clothing. But um, I guess like in some ways, both of my parents are um, entrepreneurs and my my dad had a construction business for a long time of his life. He built homes. My, my mom's been an accountant to small businesses. So I've always seen them kind of work for themselves and in mm-hmm. some ways uh, had that exposure from a really young age, uh, as well as just, you know, wanting to be creative and find my own way through things and and figure things out on myself, I feel like really lended me to getting the opportunity to create my own business and and maybe not being so afraid of doing so. Yeah, definitely. Um, You have a degree in fashion design. Were you working as a designer? What, What were you doing in that world before you started your own brand? Yeah, I, I uh, well, I started making clothing when I was eight years old. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I say that because I my my grandmother was really great. She taught me how to. She was a master seamstress, and she wow. taught me how to sew. and And I was just always really engaged with cutting out patterns and making my own clothing and designing. You know, all the different colors of options mm-hmm. that you could get a dress from Crayola yellow to <laughs> grassy green. Um, but it, it really just ran in my blood. And uh, I did study at art school, at Savannah College of Art and Design. And from there, I went to New York City, because to me, that's where fashion designs Mecca mm-hmm. is. And if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere, right? Uh, and, and I really did uh, have an amazing career and experience as I was, you know, doing all different parts of mm. the uh, fashion industry from design to development to marketing to sales and uh and then traveling the world to see how wow. garments were made and it really was an amazing experience that gave me the foundation then to create Ana Ono. Mm-hmm. And what was the impetus for creating your own company after clearly not only were you an entrepreneur from the get from the you know get go but you learned all of the different components that you need to know and understand as an entrepreneur to run your own business. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was multiple, multiple different levels and layers. I feel like I, in my career, I was always exposed to entrepreneurial style businesses in the fashion industry, mm-hmm. from being in high fashion to working for a baby's accessories company that was really run as like several different businesses inside a business. And so I I had really great understanding and foundations of how the industry and the business worked. But, you know, really the, the accelerant to me starting my own brand was I got diagnosed with breast cancer in my mid twenties. And um, I just sort of got throttled and thrown into this world that was 
built for such an older woman. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of times, you know, at that age, like my grandma, right. And, and I wasn't a grandma, I was 27 (laughs) years old. Uh, so I, you know, I, it was kind of this weird cosmic boom of sorts where like all of my skills and experience leading up to that point now with this like exposure into this world, this life, this space that needed tons of disruption, uh, just kind of all came together. And, and that was the moment when I woke up in the middle of the night, I said, I think I have to do something about this. And I started pen to paper and came up with my idea and never looked back since. So yeah, tell us more about Ana Ono and what you do for women. Well, we call Ana Ono uh, boob inclusive lingerie. Okay. <laughs> so we say two boobs, one boob, no boobs or new boobs. We have mm. you supported. And no matter what your chest outcome is or your mm. surgery has led to, we want to make sure all chests are supported. Um, because sometimes, you know, when you're facing a cancer diagnosis, you may have to remove both of your breasts. You may choose to rebuild them or not. Uh, you may have chosen alternative reasons why uh, you've had undergone breast surgery. So mm-hmm. we just want to make sure that everybody feels supported no matter what their path um, and options are through their lifestyle. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, that inclusivity is so important. And a lot of people say that word, they use it as a buzz phrase, but it's what you do. It's literally what you do. And it's built in and baked in from the beginning of your company. Now, when you started this, was it because you weren't finding products in the market that would work for you when you were going through treatment? Yeah. So you go through multiple different versions of a surgery when you Mm. um, have been diagnosed with breast cancer and you've either needed to or opt to remove your breasts. But I think the biggest exposure to me was like this world of what we call a mastectomy bra Hmm. has been around for four or five decades now. Um, It was mostly created by men (laughs) who wanted to adapt the female form. uh, So we looked quote unquote normal under Hmm. our clothing, even though we were going through these really aggressive surgeries. And in in some ways, you know, a lot of what we do is actually considered a medical device. Hmm. Uh, They are covered by health insurance and there are benefits to people that are diagnosed with breast cancer, but I always say just because it's a medical device, it doesn't have to look like one. (laughs) And I want to actually wear it. You know, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to have like a polyester jack hard mastectomy bra that looked like it was designed for my grandma. Right. (laughs) uh, When all I want is like something that fits my body and is comfortable and like isn't causing me unnecessary pain. And, And at the same time, I can continue to live my life and dress myself and express myself and not be so worried about you know, do I have breasts or don't I have breasts? Because the reality is, is like these surgeries are very taxing Mm -hmm. on the body. I mean, you know, a lot of patients are, you know, amputating their breasts to save their life. You know, this is not an easy decision. It's very complicated. It's complex. The surgery outcomes all differ. So I love Mm -hmm. how you say like people throw this inclusivity word around, but for us, it's ingrained in the who and the what that we are because our community in itself you know, are typically breastless and nobody has ever really looked at this, you know, nearly 4 million patients in the United States alone. We're not even talking worldwide, just in the U S that are walking around with or without breasts. I mean, Mm -hmm. we know that one in eight women are impacted by the disease. Um, It's becoming, you know, more often that we're hearing about these cancer diagnoses and, you know, you, you should want and be able 
to live your life to the fullest, no matter how long it's going to be. And that's really what we hope to empower and encourage through feeling good and feeling better about yourself. Yeah. I, I, as you're saying this, it just makes me think of my mom's, she has many cousins in Thailand who have had breast cancer Mm -hmm. and who I've met and knowing that they could actually have something that makes that is feels comfortable and makes Mm -hmm. them feel beautiful versus something that's just utilitarian or Mm -hmm. because some, somebody somewhere is saying, this is how you're supposed to look. That also is another beautiful gift that you're putting out into the world. So what was one of the most surprising things that you found when you developed your concept and you started your brand? Because you don't, I'm, you know, you're not just reaching women who have had cancer, although that is really important, um, or women who've had other surgeries, but women in general who just want to feel and look beautiful and support what you're doing. Yeah, you know, I I think there's been a lot of surprising moments along <laughs> the way, but I, I think one of the very initial ones was as I was beginning the designing process is really when we landed on this world that all these bodies and these chests were so different, but mm. the product didn't necessarily have to be. Mm. Um, and, and my designs were so adaptive and, you know, transitioned through multiple different surgeries from breasts being removed to breasts being rebuilt. And, you know, how I was just innately thinking about the design of the product really added to giving our community lots of options to wow. wear. And, and then, you know, the surprising part was, is that it's not just breast cancer. I mean, we know in two ways, right? Men and women, all people have an exposure risk to breast cancer. But also, you know, there's there's other different ailments and challenges that people mm. face in their life. You know, we have uh we 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 sort of call them I don't have breast cancer but oh. uh community and and that's like you know, it, it's been multiple sclerosis. It's been open heart surgery, shoulder surgery. Oh it's been uh, gender affirmation surgeries. It's been, um, you know, uh, people that have had different uh, cup sizes and shapes post-nursing or mm-hmm. as a developmental um, challenge. So I feel like, you know, even though I created this bra because my own unique body needed something alternative it really transcends to so many different use cases. So we kind of say we're the, you know, traditional bra for the untraditional, right? Like (laughs) it's not necessarily, you don't need two underwires with two molded Mm -hmm. cups with two this, Mm -hmm. with two that. It's like, it's okay if you have one or you have none because the product works in all different, you know, use cases and body types, which is something that I didn't necessarily intend to do, but it was a very happy surprise that it was so inclusive of so many different outcomes. Definitely. We'll be right back. Are you ready to up-level your branding, marketing, and PR in 2023? Then join me for Brand Amplifier Live, a free half-day training on February 17th. Go to brandamplifierlive.com for more information. What's been one of the hardest things that you learned when you made that transition from, I mean, having an entrepreneurial spirit, working in the fashion industry, but then deciding to launch your own product? Oh, wow. Um, One of the biggest challenges is uh, I think in some ways I knew what I was getting myself into. Hmm. In some ways I knew it was going to be hard. Um, I knew it was going to take a lot of my time. I didn't realize it was going to take 
every breathing <laughs> moment and second. <laughs> I thought maybe I could still have a vacation oh, no. <laughs> once a year. Um, but you know, and, and that's okay. Mm. Uh, I also know that I'm still early, right? The business is also still young. She's just a toddler, you know? (laughs) So like as the business matures, so will my own experience. But I think the challenge is, is just, you've got to be all in. Um, and, and I'm very insanely passionate about what I do. And I'm very lucky that I'm so passionate about what I do, but, you know, don't show up just to create your own job or create your own thing. Like show mm. up because you really want to make a difference and you believe in it because you need that driving force because all you're going, you know, there's a lot of effort and attention that has to go into your business, especially when it's young and it's growing and scaling. Yeah, absolutely. So what is something that continues to inspire and motivate you to to continue this journey where you're working all the time, you don't get to take just a vacation, just to take a vacation. There's always something else to do in the business. Uh, my customers, I just love our customers. I love our community. I love uh, the impact that I'm able to share with so many. Uh, you know, we really hear a lot of stories um, from our customers. And I think that that's a very serious driving force for me because mm-hmm. um, I, I really like to think that what we're doing in Ana Ono is more than just a bra. Mm-hmm. It's helping pave a pathway back into the life that you either had or you want to have mm-hmm. or, you know, identity shifts, changes in your life, you know, are, are constantly ebbing and flowing because of the treatments and recoveries and all of these things. And when we hear these stories from our customers that uh, transcend just feeling good and comfortable in a bra, that's when I know I'm on the right path. Like that's when I know I'm out doing the right thing because I've actually been able to impact somebody's life and how they feel about themselves. And as long as I can do that once a day, I feel like I've done an amazing job. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine the stories and testimonials you get. It has to be heartbreaking, but inspiring at the same time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cause it is like, it's all, you know, we're all, all the emotions, all the physicality, like everything is like sort of all intertwined into itself. Mm-hmm. And when one piece is broke, you don't necessarily know or understand what that piece is, mm-hmm. but when you fix it, it really can help you heal on multiple different levels. And, and that's the experience we want to provide. And what's next for Anna Ono? Because I, I know you you started with bras, you offer other products in your product line. Where do you see yourself going in the next year, two years? Well, the good and the bad news is um, this is a very large white space. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of uh, tired sort of stale uh, businesses that are in the space, just achieving st- status quo, which gives us at Ana Ono a huge opportunity to impact and solve for better recovery solutions. So for us, you know, it's it's about the bras. We love our bra line. Mm-hmm. Um, we love people feeling comfortable. Uh, we make an amazing product. And then, you know, even on top of that, it's loungewear, it's pajamas. We're actually creating some post-surgical garments that are meant to really help aid in the recovery and healing process from the breast Mm. surgeries. Uh, And then eventually we'll bring swimwear back. So we have a lot of opportunity. (laughs) We have a lot of development, but it's, it's really great to, to get to 
uh, hopefully check off a lot of boxes in our customers' lives so they, they don't feel overwhelmed by, you know, having to search for too much in too many different places. Yeah. What is a piece, now you've given some good advice to go all in. If somebody is going to go on this journey of being, being an entrepreneur, having your own business, what are some other things that you wish somebody had told you when you were starting your own business or, you know, things that you've done that you're like, oh yeah, I need to tell this to the next generation of, of creators. <laughs> well, I love this question because I, I just actually was uh, coaching a, a young woman who's starting her own business this oh. morning. And I told her that my most valuable piece of advice that I got very, very early on was uh, that one of the biggest mistakes that most entrepreneurs make is that they try to do too much too fast. Mm. And I really lean into that as my North Star. And when I say that it is difficult, it is so difficult because I have so many ideas. <laughs> I have so many solutions. I know I can do it all, but you only have so much time in your day. Yeah. And I can always just, you know, when my ideas or my creativity really starts to flow and I really start to see like, what is this future going to look like? I just say, am I doing too much? Have I accomplished what I said I was going to accomplish before I build in this next funnel? <laughs> and it's like, it's kind of been my baby, my own personal babysitter as an entrepreneur, because we can <laughs> go off the rails, you know, you can get really excited and you can think of all of these different ideas and these beta tests and new programs. And, you know, like we have that energy so innately ingrained mm -hmm. inside of us that I feel like it's a good place for me to say, but am I doing too much? And it really gives me a point to process and then streamline and strategize and plan, um, even though all of those things go against my inner soul. <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, same. <laughs> I have a tendency to want to be- It's a curse. Like, yes, let's do it all right now. Yeah. And um, I've been trying to be more intentional and move a little more slowly and make sure everything is lined up correctly yeah. to- so that I can move faster when I get to that point. Right. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I feel like whenever I'm recording these interviews, that it's the exact message I need to hear that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love so that. Say, you're speaking directly to me right now. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the easiest way for people to find out about Anna Ono, what you're doing next, um, your website, social media? Well, I would love uh, for anybody tuning in to follow us on social media. That's really easy. It's on Ono Intimates on almost every single platform, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all of them. Um, if you want to follow my own personal journey, it's at mm -hmm. Dana Dono, which is D-A-Y-N-A-D-O-N-O. -A -A and of course, if you have anybody in your life or you just really want a comfortable bra while you're sitting at your Zoom meetings all day working <laughs> from home, uh, you could go to AnaOno.com, which is A-N-A-O-N-O. And if you're ever wondering, uh, what is Ana Ono and where does that come from? Just know it's my name, Dana Donafrey, without the double Ds. Oh, that's so funny. I was just going to ask you that <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to go into <laughs> yes, um, that's it's my inside a... joke. Yeah. I was like, that's a, not even a double entendre, a triple entendre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. I love it. I love it. 
Uh, Dana, do you have a favorite quote or a mantra or something that you live by that you, you know, you talked about your North star um, in business. Do you have something like this that also helps you just remember who you are and stay grounded in that space? You know, I, it feels very overplayed, but I just go back to it over and over again. And it's because uh, she believes she could, so she did. Mm. And I just love it because I really, truly know that if you believe in yourself and you stop listening to the naysayers and the negativity and the people that are trying to hold you down and hold you back, if you really believe that you can do it, you will find a way to do it. And that to me is my mantra is that even though every single person I told my business idea to in the beginning mm. gave me 18 reasons, 20 reasons, 30 reasons, a hundred reasons not to do it. I can't imagine have I listened to any of them wow. where I would be today. And, and that's why in my heart of hearts, that's, that's my interior mantra. Mm. That's so beautiful. And I hope all of those people are supporting you now and uh, purchasing, investing, you know, <laughs> sharing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Is there is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience today? Anything coming down uh, the pipe that they should be looking out for as we move into 2023? Just, you know, I, I love taking a moment for a quick PSA because our health and our well-being is so, so radically important that we all need to be very in tune with our bodies and our hearts and our minds and be mindful of our overall health and well-being um, to take the opportunity to know your body. Um, we call it, you know, you can self-check self breast check. And that's for all of your listeners, no matter what gender identity that you have, we all have breast tissue. So making sure that if there's a lump or a bump or redness or discharge that you call your doctors immediately because, you know, mammograms are not uh, applied to most mm. people until over the age of 45. And, you know, about 10% of annual diagnoses of breast cancer are to those under the age of 45. So, you really truly are your best detection tool. Uh, so don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Just know your body and call your doctor if you spot anything. Mm, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm so glad that you are with us today and that you're able to share all of the things that you're putting out into the world. So just thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. Thank you for having yeah, me. I appreciate of it. Of course. And we will have all of your links in the show notes so that everybody knows how to easily access purchasing, following, hearing your story, getting more into that. Um, I think it's really important for all of us to really live in that. You know, this is a good reminder to live in your purpose, to find out what you're passionate about and pursue it no matter what. So thank you again that. <laughs> for being on your that. brand Amplified. So excited to connect with you here. Thank you to our listeners for coming back and hearing Dana's inspiring story about how she created Ana Ono out of her own needs and how it's putting so much amazingness and joy into the world for so many um, men, women, and gender nonconforming, I should add. So with that, I'll be back again in a couple more days with another amazing expert entrepreneur to share their journey. Thank you for listening. Want more? Check out 
amplifywithannika.com or follow me on socials at amplifywithannika.com.